0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Waterlad Podcast. There's only two more episodes left of Season 3, and what a season it has been. As always, thanks for all the support, the shares, the messages, or just spreading the word. It's been awesome to see where this podcast has gone, and we're so big now that we've even got Hayden from EQS, who is one of the best registered quantity surveyors on the planet. He's on board, so if you're looking to build Renovate your existing home or looking at a commercial development, make sure you look no further than the lad Hayden. EQS is based in Palmerston North but they work throughout New Zealand and they can provide estimates from concept plans through to the final design. If you're interested, make sure you contact Hayden and all the information on how to contact him is in the description below. And also, what's a wood lad episode without a few words from the champion lad, Tim Bateman.
1: G'day guys, Tim Bateman here from O-Studio. If you're trying to get some more control over your own time and money and therefore looking to open your own business, O-Studio might just be the option for you. We really are the one-stop shop for all things well-being. We're much like a gym really in terms of a financial model but instead of fitness sessions we offer sauna sessions, ice baths, flotation therapy, massage, yoga, pilates, meditation and a recovery space with tools like Normatex. Look, Wellbeing is a $4.1 trillion industry worldwide and we've found a model that works so the key for us now is finding the right people to join the journey. If you're interested, fill in your details at ostudio.co.nz lad and I'll get in touch. Back to the show.
0: What a lad, well when it comes to exciting rugby talents they do not come much bigger than today's guest as I'm joined by arguably the most talented young rugby player in the game right now. He was a schoolboy star for Hamilton Boys and he's just off the back of a special season with the Tasman Marco and the New Zealand under 20 and now at just 19 years old he's signed a three year deal with the Crusaders and of course like all my guests are he is an absolute lad, he's one of the greats, it is Noah Hotham, welcome mate.
1: Thanks Jabba. thanks for having me.
0: Mate, good to have you on. I do like getting on these young, talented guests um, at the start of their career before they blow up and that's where you're sitting right now.
1: Yeah, exciting, exciting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mate, but uh, when I do get young guests on, often what happens is they fly through the start of their career and we get to when they're about 19 years old and um, podcast is over and we're about five minutes. So I want (laughs) to take it a bit slow with you. I'm keen to break it down into smaller segments, so... um, Give Me, the rundown from your first five
1: years. Um, so I was um, born and bred in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. So my family moved down from Auckland to Hamilton, um, 2003 when I was born. Um, brought up there, um, just across the road from the Waikato River, the mighty, true, Waikato river where the Waikato draft comes from. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, real grateful for my upbringing, I guess. I wouldn't say like we weren't poor we weren't rich we're kind mm. of just like in that middle Perfect. yeah and met met a lot of um diverse like hung out with so many diverse just families like mm. some of my mates were like a bit well off some might have been like not well off and mm. it was just a real good balance to give me good perspective in life I guess uh, yeah started off went to Woodstock Primary School that was my first school yeah which was just up the road like a Two, two minute walk from my house, mm. used to walk there like every day with my um, siblings barefoot How many siblings you got? I'm the youngest of five so I got two That's older true. brothers and two older sisters
0: True, and your mum and dad?
1: Yeah, they're both teachers, So my okay. my mum teaches at a school called St. Joseph's Which is just the fence between the primary school that I went to, Woodstock oh, And yeah. then there's St. Joseph's which is like the opposite where we're like Used to have, like, little rocks throwing <laughs> against each other and whatnot. Yeah, so she teaches new entrants there.
0: What's it like having two parents as teachers?
1: Uh, good and bad, I guess. <laughs> Probably more now once they, like, look back at it. Um, more good than bad. But back when I was at school, you know, I can't really get away with too much. Yeah. Yeah, because they're always just like, oh. Do your best uh, yeah. all, the, all the standard Just like Don't do subjects That are too easy And too boring mm. Making sure like Can't really skip too much School Had to go to school Like every day mm. Here and there Um So just Yeah Grateful for those things Now but back then I was like Damn mm-hmm. can I just be like The other kid <laughs> <laughs> It's paid
0: off now though Because you're yeah. pretty academic hey?
1: Oh I wouldn't say too <laughs> academic Here and there and what about footy? Had you started playing
0: footy before you are
1: five? Um, no, nah, nah, I start, I actually played soccer all the way up to intermediate. I played, yeah, I called it soccer. I was just muck around, to be honest. Mm. Um, just for my school team um, with a few mates and whatnot. And then because my brother's supposed to play footy, both play rugby, and my dad has coached rugby for a while, so they'd all just take the piss out of me and call me a pussy and whatnot. <laughs> So eventually, um, played rugby at intermediate for a club, Marist up in Hamilton with heaps of my good mates that are still my mates now. Yeah, so I started playing rugby at year seven, and when I was younger, just played soccer, did swimming, um, and athletics and touch. True. Yeah, pretty much those. What was your favourite? You were pretty
0: good at touch, eh? Hey?
1: Yeah, have well, my family's kind of just like born and bred touch, pretty much. Um, My mum played, like, rep touch for Samoa, New Zealand. My dad played open men's for New Zealand. Oh, true. Yeah, my older brother's in open men's for New Zealand. Currently? Yeah, Yeah, well, they're kind of in, like, segments, like, because they'll have a squad for the World Cup. He was in the last World Cup, but lost to Australia. Um, And everyone just kind of played touch. I kind of just grew up playing touch, I guess. Mm. Yeah, so that's also kind of what got me into rugby.
0: So, how old were you when you got into rugby? No, maybe I'd like to say maybe 10. Oh, yeah. And when you made that switch, you were like, you were into it, eh? Like,
1: well, it's kind of good because I'm like, I'm young for my year group. Oh, yeah. So, like, I was, the people in my year group were playing, say, like 12th grade when I was playing 11th grade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of gave me a little bit because I was a little bit bigger and tubbier than everyone else. True.
0: Were you a tubby kid?
1: Yeah. When I was a little kid, I. My brothers and sisters call, still call me like fat boy Do they? Yeah oh, I, I, used to, I used to no, nah, but I used to yeah. like it Because I used to like I, I thought just like being fat was kind of like fun and like cute Yeah yeah Cute <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be um, What do they call a sumo wrestler? Oh did you? Yeah What? When you were little? Yeah True Just because I love eating like love yeah. food So, so I what stopped you him.
0: chasing your real dream? <laughs>
1: once she to getting mocked by everyone, <laughs> once it's not yeah, as cute. Yeah.
0: Well, it's <laughs> yeah. oh, true. So when you did switch to rugby, by all accounts, mate, you were like training the house down from the age of about ten, um, full on program, um, uh, squatting, doing all the all the training.
1: Well, because my dad, when my family moved from Auckland to Hamilton. He was at Calston Boys High oh, coaching yeah. um, and then moved to Hamilton for – he's a deputy principal at Hamilton Boys High and also coaches the 1st of So he was there coaching and I'd just be like a little five-year-old, six-year-old running around like they'd be doing their boot camps and in the gym and whatnot and I'd always just be there pretty much. True. Yeah, and then at intermediate because my intermediate's literally like across the road from the high school. Yeah. Every day after Intermediate, I'd have to wait for Dad to catch a ride home. Oh, so yeah. I'd just be in then about first 15 like for years and go to their boot camps and whatnot. So yeah. Mate, Get an um, Ivan Cleary, Nathan Cleary vibe out of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just hanging around the Warriors with <laughs> old man coaches. That's yeah, a little yeah. bit like what you were doing.
1: Mm, mm, yeah, it was fun though, real fun. But, yeah,
0: And when you did give rugby a go, were you, were you good straight away? Obviously your touch background would have helped.
1: Yeah, I didn't at the start. I didn't really like yeah the contact side of it. Yeah. I guess or just because touch you're just yeah. running touching. But were you
0: it. still a big boy? Were you still chubby? Or,
1: or yeah, bad? yeah, not chubby, chubby, but like super so um, chubby. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I wasn't like the best, but I was, well, yeah. I was just average kid. I guess. What position did you go? Ah, uh, started off centre fullback. Did you? Yeah, eleventh <laughs> eleventh grade. Yeah, at Marist. Oh, okay. Yeah. The big yeah. chubby fullback from yeah. the back, off the back fence. Yeah. I used to, um, we used to play like knee rugby on the trampoline at my, my mate's house down the yeah. road. Um, but they're like, they went to like private school and whatnot, like one of my good mates and mm. whatnot, just like a whole different um, spec. But they used to call me, we used to like make names on the champ, and was like the the Big Tongan. <laughs> <laughs> just not even <laughs> <laughs> There was one like Mini Hamilton and like Big yeah. Tongan and um, yeah. just... Yeah. Did
0: you have some um, good rivalries with your siblings? Obviously being the youngest probably helped. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah, Jasmine, which is, so it goes, my oldest sister, 27, then brother, 25, then another brother, 23, then Jasmine's 21 or 22, and sure. I'm 19. So oh, yeah. Me and Jasmine kind of um, hung out the most, I guess, just because we're closer in age. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have kind of good rivalry because she does quite well, I guess. Yeah. And then watching, obviously, got to watch both my older brothers play and like touch nationals and sevens mm-hmm. and whatnot um, for Hamilton boy So yeah.
0: What age could you start beating Jasmine, or you're still not there? <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you remember, like, do you remember a year when it's like finally? Like, you're, nah,
1: <laughs> nah. Um, maybe like high schoolish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably maybe like mid high schoolish. True. You yeah. just depends was... what in, I guess though. Yeah, like, true. she's pretty quick. Is she faster than you? No, she used to be like oh, yeah. ages ago. <laughs> yeah. Everyone still reckons she's faster than me, but no. Nah, you've got it quite a high top end Um huh? no I'm not, not higher than average around here, but like, just <laughs> I'm versing her then I'm gonna go extra five miles an hour. Um Yeah. But we used to, like, have heaps of fights and whatnot. Did you? What, yeah.
0: What, Biffo? Yeah. Punching? Yeah, one Shrew. time
1: I got real angry. Um, it was, like, coming into touch season, we went to like, the Essex store. And I must have, like, had, like, semi-average boots, which is like, normal. Mm. But her ones are like, fully broken, like, would wear them out until, like, you can't wear them anymore. Yeah. Because they're pretty expensive. Um And she got these boots And I was like No I really really want them I mean I just had packed The biggest salt This is when I was like At primary school Yeah So I locked myself in the car They were like bang the- <laughs> <laughs> And then she's in the front And then we're driving home And she was like Getting cheeky or something And then I was like sitting sit in the back And I just came around the back and- Did you? Yeah. <laughs> True Nah but she used to get me a few too Yeah She'd Get me in chokeholds all the time Oh yeah Or the typewriter Do you know what the typewriter no, is? what's that one? You hold, like sit on them, hold your hands down, then put your knees on their hands, mm. and then like a typewriter, like type on their chest and slap them. <laughs> 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 you can't do anything. Uh. Stop, <laughs> 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 like, so mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good one if you have a little siblings.
0: Yeah, good times at the Hotham family yeah. as a young fella. I Man, I didn't see you as a, someone to get in the red like that. And
1: yeah, I used to be actually a little angry fellow when I was little. I
0: yeah. guess that's still in you, eh? But you just learned to control <laughs> it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just got put in my bedroom too much. Close the door. Mm.
0: Has anyone pushed you since you've been in like the pro setup to make you want to crack
1: them or get close? Nah, not really. Nanky? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah I guess, nah, you kind of just learn how to How to um, absorb it and take the feedback and whatnot. Yeah The worst I'd probably get is just like If I was like bantering with my mates or whatnot. Mm. Yeah. After a few beers Yeah, or just like playing video games And just yeah. talking shit to yeah. each other Yeah, winding each other up Yeah, like one time at school I'd just finished this assignment Walking to class like This is at lunch, printed it out at lunch Walking my mate thought it would be funny to like spit on it Oh, <laughs> was, That's the closest I think I've ever got to like I would literally come round and I just stopped and I was like nah. Whoa, That is good self control that, that was the closest I've ever got otherwise nah, Not really, yeah. don't really do much, mate,
0: do much of that, yeah. look at that That's good stuff So when you, let's get back to your footy You made the first 15 I think at a world record young age What was it?
1: No, year twelve. Oh, year, year 12. twelve. yeah. I, oh, was yeah. In, I wasn't that. Yeah.
0: And the old man picked you. <laughs> yeah. Did
1: you like get a okay. bit of stick for that? Eh? Oh, bro, all the time. Always actually. wonder that. Yeah. 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 Like even like going through year nine because you go through the age grades at like, under fourteen and under fifteen A.S. and then just like, uh, yeah, I oh, know. Wait, oh, yeah, your dad picked you. Oh, true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's a deputy principal. <laughs> oh, I'd hate it. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Was there any truth to it or
0: no, were you always good enough?
1: Oh I'd hope not, but mm. <laughs> different people like that. <laughs> yes, but I hope not.
0: So when did you get good? Like, was it that sort of year twelve?
1: Um, yeah. I guess I was I was always like alright, like top, middle ish. Mm. Not like anything good, but I guess boys just kinda like drop out throughout the grades, mm. like under fourteen to have a team and then guys would just find other things mm. or like start drinking with their mates and whatnot. And then there's like a small group of us that just slowly work away, second, fifteen and then first fifteen. Mm. But I guess my dad was just really um he really just pushed me and my sister, like, even on the weekend, just like just little annoying ass things like Why aren't you chaining and whatnot. Yeah. Like. We're eating like something shit, then he's just like, "Did you in that or <laughs> Just like little as niggly things, you just like, oh. yeah, <laughs> and then you just feel guilty.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Or he'd just take us to the park, and there's, yeah, he'd always have the first fifteen training and whatnot. So we'd always, from pretty young, would always just be training with them.
0: And Hamilton Boys is like renowned is one of the best first fifteen schools in the country, really, isn't it? So, um, that program was pretty. Pretty professional way, eh, yeah.
1: Really, for it. really professional. Like for some boys, it will make them, but for a lot of them, it'll definitely break them. Mm. Yeah, do lots of trainings a week. What's it look like? What's a normal week look like? Um, Is it pretty much professional? Probably more than professional. I'd say. More than professional. <laughs> Far out. That's a huge goal. But <laughs> like more, more yeah. load, I'd say. Well, because you don't change during in the middle of the day because you have school. So, like, say yeah. Monday, you'd wake up. We do conditioning which is and shuttles in mm-hmm. the gym, like hard as like you'd be spewing by the end of it. True. Yeah, just because it's a big school, there's like two thousand boys at that school, like if you're not gonna push yourself then you'll you go be off. in the Colts or something. Yeah. So there's heaps of competition. Um and like heaps of boys from all over the country come there. Um and then go to school a day and whatnot, and then after school we'd have like um work ons like an hour and a half, an hour a bit, just you had to plan, like, what you're doing mm. Insides do this stuff, like middies. The coaches aren't really there because they um, have teaching stuff usually on a Monday. Mm. Tuesday, then we'd have gym session in the, uh, in the morning. So in these mornings, these are both, like, at 6 in the morning. Before school. Yeah, before school. Um, so some boys, especially if they live well away, like waking up at 5 Yeah, and then staying until, like, 5 in the afternoon uh-huh. fast six um tuesday gym session um school would do like big contact in the afternoon mm. wednesday no morning training school and then another session after school and then thursday gym in the morning school and then like captain's run but almost like gst type captain's That's run right. after school then friday lunchtime would be in the gym doing our captain John, and then play Saturday. Crazy, the mate. and then conditioning on Monday. <laughs> Did you see heaps of guys um, in your
0: team who were talented footy players who sort of packed it in because it was just too much for them?
1: For sure, for sure. Especially boys like on the verge, mm. like maybe they weren't getting picked so many weeks, but you still have to do all that training. Oh yeah. So I can definitely see how like you'd just be like, oh no, fuck, just broke them. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And if you live further away, or if like. Because you're expected to like get there however like most boys' parents will take them or yeah. whatnot. So you do have to kind of organise and kind of be self-reliant almost.
0: Yeah, I man, it's crazy. No wonder they're one of the best schools in the country.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a pretty good set up.
0: And then the year 13, that's when you really um, sort of stamped your mark on New Zealand rugby. Um, massive year for you that year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Oh, not really, do <laughs> you reckon? Oh, yeah, it was all right. Just a group of boys. Um, But that year 12, I was real gutted because I missed out on the – I wanted to make that Barbarians Under-18. Oh, thing. yeah? I didn't make that. And there was some – yeah, um, they selected some other boys, which is all good. Who made it? Uh, I know you held grudges <laughs> on this. Um, but I made that um, – New Zealand under eighteen Maori team, which is real cool experience. Oh, I like, yeah. never experienced anything like that. It's so like full on um in terms of like learning culture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um and then we ended up beating the bar bars with this. We had a pretty stacked team and then getting like two points or something away from the N Z schools team. Oh true. Yeah. Which was real cool
0: Was that you and Taha Was Taha in that group Because no. he was in the first 15 with you eh?
1: Yeah yeah, But he's a year It's weird He's a year younger than me So when I was year 13 He was year 12 uh, But he's older than me True yeah. How does that work uh, No clue <laughs> <laughs> Yeah But we played Yeah we've played um, All throughout There's this thing in Hamilton Called Gwyn Shield Which is intermediate Like under 75 Oh yeah Did you ever hear a Roller Mills Nah Sounds s- good it's like intermediate tournament under, so from Gwinshield you get picked to Roller Mills like, to play for the Waikato team. university like Auckland East, North Harbour, Bay of Pliny, just like a young rep thing. Mm. So we played all throughout that, all through intermediate and high school together. Alright. So yeah, one more yeah.
0: And did you make New Zealand schools after your last year?
1: Yeah, yeah 13 made NZ schools but that was like COVID years oh, yeah. about so they just selected a paper team. Oh yeah. Um,
0: But yeah. And then the pathway to Tasman. How did you get to Tasman? Oh, you obviously go to Otago first, don't you? You go down there for uni? Was
1: um, it? Well, I was leaving school and I was like, oh, I don't know like what I'm going to do. I just wanted to play rugby. Um, So I was deciding whether to stay in like Hamilton with like the Waikido set up. Mm. Um, and this is when they were just coming in with that new... They were talking about, like, NDCs and whatnot. Which is what, a super contract? National development contract, which is, like... uh, With a super team, is it? Yeah. They brought those in this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they were having talks about that back then. So, yeah, 13, I was deciding pretty much whether I stay in Hamilton with Waikido and, like, have, like, some time in with the Chiefs and Mm -hmm. Waikido. um, Or... I wanted to go down to Dunedin because all my siblings studied in Dunedin. Oh, yeah. My oldest sister, she studied law um, down there and Legion. My oldest brother studied dentistry. He's a dentist now. And my other brother studied physio down there, so he's a physio now. True. All academic. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> so they all went down there. They loved the day. And yeah. we went down there a few times just um, for their graduations and whatnot. Yeah. And it was just, it just looked hissing and i was like wow i kind of want to go down and experience like life yeah somewhere else meet new people and whatnot also wanted to play rugby and it just ended up that highlanders had some connection with tasman i think through coaches and whatnot Mm. so Tago didn't have a spot for me they just had an academy spot so i was like oh I better than that Geez Not better than that <laughs> I was just like I don't think they had something In the future either Which was like Yeah I just wanted a bit of security I guess Yeah Compared to like Staying at home Where Waikato had Something for me mm. Um, And then Tasman jumped in With the Highlanders I think mm. uh, Yeah I just kind of Weighed that up And I was like If I stay at home I'll probably just regret it So I ended up Leaving to Dunners And studied And uh, me and my other good mate, um, the big Dutch man, Fabian. Oh, Old, big Fabian Highland. Yeah. yeah, he kind of did the same thing, came from um, Christchurch. though. Um, so I went into the halls down there and then they kind of had, it was pretty much just me and Fabian. It was like the Highlanders Academy. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, pre- it was pretty cool. It was so cool actually. Yeah, real cool. So we were kind of like integrated in and out of things um, and then studied student life like in the hall met heaps of new people Mm. um and then halfway through the year I was on a development contract with Tasman so I went there went to Tasman for a bit but they were they were real good like lenient or like you got uni so like Mm. if I wasn't playing or something I could come back yeah do study study do some study and then Go back to that like Go back and forth yeah. Which is Yeah Which is real good
0: And what is the uh, Uni life like these days Obviously we've had guys Like Brad Weber Who um, Spoke Very highly of his time At Dunedin as well
1: Like Just the Ability to Live your life a little bit Before you uh, yeah. Get stuck into the it's, rugby It's career. actually so hissing eh? Like mm. So hissing When you're there You're probably not Enjoying it as much As when you leave You When you leave You're like Oh That, that, was, that, that was that was, that yeah. was hectic. Yeah Um I wasn't like too much amongst it because obviously rugby. So we lived, um, hung out with a good group of mates. We would just go here and there, you know. Mm. Um, but it was so good. Just meet, You kind of just meet people from like all walks of life, mm. like they, like Invercargill and like Omaroo and like just random ass places. just <laughs> like... I'd I'd never meet you if I didn't go down to the hall and yeah. just, like, mingle. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty mad. And how
0: hard was it to stay focused on the footy down there? Obviously, you're getting pulled in every direction. Um, all your mates are probably on the piss. How hard was it for you to keep training, which you obviously did?
1: Um, it wasn't too bad, I guess. Yeah, who you hang around um, kind of helps that. Mm. So lots of my friends down there were doing footy as well, so um if we'd have trainings and whatnot like the under 20 setup they'd purposely like put the most training like during a week oh yeah which is real niggly so like (laughs) you kind of even have to like piss up and front up or you pretty much get dropped or just don't piss up at all so Mm -hmm. or just like pick which nights you're going out Mm -hmm. which one did you do a bit of both experimented here and there (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but first year i was i was pretty good like i didn't drink that much here and there um, especially when I had footy, I just left it because I was, like, leaving all my family. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go down to Dunners and then, like, come back and, um... Love it. B- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this big... <laughs> so this big b- again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was, like, real um, kind of paranoid that like, I don't want to leave and yeah. um, have thrown everything away because, like, my parents obviously brought me up like that. So mm. kind of want to... Um, yeah, just like do my best for everyone that supported me almost. Mm. So my first year I wasn't too bad, and then this year I was kind of like um, let my hair down a little bit more, which was real good. <laughs>
0: and how did you find going up to Tasman? Um, obviously another new city for you, um, new life. Into a professional environment as well this time, so how was that for you?
1: It was me, no, real good. It's either like really sunny there or really rainy, but when it's sunny it's sunny. Um, Good group of boys, too. Like, there's heaps of boys, I guess, that aren't from there. And then there's um, a group of them that are from there. So it's like everyone kind of just. It's not big like Hamilton or like Christchurch or Mm. something. So everyone's like pretty much forced to. If you're not hanging out with the rugby boys, like, there's not many other people to hang (laughs) out with. (laughs) So you're kind of just living with them. Everything you do is based around there. And the coaches and whatnot, the whole setup was real good oh good words <laughs> 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 and
0: um obviously playing wise um you were young what were you 18 into that environment
1: um, yeah yeah came in young on a development contract so i wasn't sure if i was even going to stay for the season or whatnot i was mm. only in for a few weeks and then just ended up um andrew goodman was the coach and he was he's the top fella mm. um just ended up training and I was just, yeah, really wanted to have a crack. And he just, yeah, said, I'll keep you around for a bit. So then just stayed there a bit longer. And just, I didn't, yeah, I didn't play much, I guess, the whole first season. Um, just train, train setting up the playing team. And then um, one of those non-competition games gave me mm. gave me a crack and then gave me another crack, which is mean, especially, like, just... Um, since I'm new and mm. whatnot, not like Some coaches wouldn't do that But I guess just because Yeah, trained and he Saw that almost mm.
0: And if I flip that over, one thing I noticed like Obviously when guys come into environments When they're 18 years old They're obviously um a little bit standoffish um, Don't quite feel like they're ready But you never felt like that eh? You always thought you were ready You felt like you were good enough Pretty much as soon as you arrived
1: There was definitely heaps of moments Where I was like you probably don't see it but it was you do kind of get like here and there and or especially on like big training days where there's lots of like rugby based stuff mm. yeah i was pretty confident in terms of like the whole setup just from school like mm. around what you do with your trainings and whatnot yeah um and just your routine and how you go about your way mm. um yeah and um lots of young boys there too which which helped mm.
0: Yeah. I I just remember Goody coming back into the room saying that you'd squared him up about <laughs> um, giving him a start or giving you an opportunity, and you you don't often hear that from young kids going into environments, uh, telling their coach that they're ready. Um, they often sit back, but i um, just it was awesome to hear that confidence that you had, and then when you got that opportunity, you went out there and delivered. And I think you even played in the final way. Eh? Like that's yeah, how yeah yeah quickly got,
1: like, you grow five minutes, which is like. So So cool for me Especially because The final was back home yeah. It was like I was mind blown, And then seeing all my family And friends after It was like Yeah A full circle moment But it was It was a big thing that my dad And um, the coaching staff are about like If their parents go crying to The coaching staff Then he's just gonna be like Well You're probably Still not gonna play Like Yeah Um Taught Lots of the boys in the first 15 around. Like if Just they're yeah, that self-reliance Type thing Like mm. if you got a problem then you talk face to face or mm. if you've got any questions talk face to face like your parents are there to like support you at home but within the rugby circle it's not their job really mm. right. yeah. I love that yeah so I was yeah really grateful for it too because like um when Richie McCall came in um to do some Q&A he was talking about that with Steve Hanson mm. and like if you're not sure then um you like just go up to the coach like I've got I think I need to work on this, this and this. Um, do you agree? Like, what mm. else mm. do I need to do?
0: Yeah. Mate, you're so. a true crusader talking to Richie McCall. What a legend. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't <laughs> talking to him. I was listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. And then from there, you made New Zealand under-20s. Um, a year young too, eh? You've got another year in it,
1: have you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, through the super under-20s, yeah, with the Highlanders. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, that's That was a real cool initiative, too. A real cool tournament, real fun. Yeah, and then um was lucky enough to get selected for the NZ under 20s. And by under 20s, you've kind of like played against heaps of boys and played with heaps of boys. So, mm. like when you have that group, you already know like 75% of them. Um, so, we had a real cool tour over in a. What did you learn? Because um, Scotty Hansen was our assistant coach yeah. there, but he was. He's real switch on, mate, like, mm. just, like, direct and he's a good balance around being direct and getting what he wants but also, like, supporting you, I guess. Mm. And
0: anyone else, always um, love hearing about other talented kids.
1: Anyone else really stand out for you on that team? Because, obviously, yeah. oh, they're all there's pretty happy. Yeah. That team was, like, crazy. That's why it's so exciting playing for those teams because it's, like, you give the ball to anyone and mm. it's, like, holy, like, there's a try at the other end. Um, yeah, boys are, like, like, Peter Laka, who's oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wallace, Atiti, mm-hmm. like, Maka. Um, There's so many. Like, the whole team's just, like, stacked. crazy. Yeah, so stacked. And then from there, you go back to
0: Tasman. Um, um, this year, you pretty much you get your starting spot from the start, was
1: it? Oh, uh, not really. Like, Louis, um, Louis Chapman had been there for a few years, top mm-hmm. bloke. He's been there for a few years and a real good mate of mine, which has been good. Like He's taught me so much. And we'd just go back and forth, I guess, at yeah. the start. And got dropped a few games just for, uh, not for anything in particular, but just because Louis was probably a better, a better fit for some games. Yeah. Um, but then you yeah, just kept grinding away, I guess. And yeah. Scored a lot of tries. Oh, hey. yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Some, <laughs> some tinny ones that I guess. Most halfbacks get just from supporting. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't think I was going to get that many, actually.
0: Yeah, how many was it in the end? Seven or?
1: Yes. You were one of the top
0: in the comp, weren't you? Nah, I don't I know the boys s- give you a hard time about not <laughs> passing it. Um, seven, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a big telly chat on nah, you wall. You know nah. exactly how <laughs> I many. Yeah. Nah. nah.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, and especially, like, when you see um, ex-boys, like... Um, Finlay, Christie and like Will Jordan and David Havili and Seven, all of them Because mm. they always um, put their fin up after mm. And then once you score a try and you put your fin up You're like, oh, yeah <laughs> Just feel, feel real good eh?
0: mm. So then post that season, talk to me about probably The biggest decision of your life today I'm sure every, <laughs> every super rugby team in the country was probably chasing you um, How did you get to the Crusaders?
1: Um well not every super rugby team I guess has place for half backs. Yeah. Um so I was yeah, had to decide whether to stay in Dunedin or come up here and Brent Hall ended up going to Japan and Highlanders had Aaron Smith and Philau and still a few younger boys so I kinda had to weigh up like do I stay in Dunedin, like best place ever, um, and real good setup. Or like come here unfamiliar, but chances of playing are probably a bit higher seeing as I'd be like, well, they pick three halfbacks, whereas down mm. in Deniz and they have still a few young boys that are mm. still there. Mm. Um, yeah, so I kind of had to make that decision, which is so hard. Like, Yeah. So hard.
0: It's always stressful way of making these decisions. Yeah, you know how much sort
1: of relies on it, or you don't yeah. really know
0: how it's all going to play out. But um, what was the deciding factor on it? But yeah
1: Well that was kind of it It was like I was always Pretty Like I was like Oh I want to stay I do Like these guys Have pretty much given me Everything out of mm. school Like helped me so much Made all my friends Down there And whatnot. But then I was kind of yeah Thinking around Like Aaron Smith He's top in the world I'd, Which is real cool To learn from him And Folau And Folau Was still young They had I don't think they'd named The All Blacks by then Mm um, so that was that was a big factor in it around those two, like Flower's probably going to be there for quite a bit Yeah and here they had a spot and like you'd have to say the best club in the world in mm. terms of success and track record um, So it was kind of that, it was like do I leave everything and maybe have a bit of crack here or stay there and like mm. yeah so that was pretty much the deciding factor. Mm. And how do you see your competition with obviously Willie
0: Hines and Mitch Drummond, uh, all very different halfbacks, but um, obviously very highly experienced. And you, you had something a little bit different.
1: I'm, I'm real keen to learn off them, mate. Yeah, mm. as you said, like they're way different to um, like every, all the halfbacks are different, but they definitely have heaps of wisdom that you can mm. pick off um, and just. If you kind of yeah, take pieces of the pie of different halfbacks and then make your own pie. Mm. Which is kind of what I would want to do and um yeah. I guess they have lots of areas that I my weaknesses is probably their strengths, mm. which would be good. Yeah. What does your pie look like? <laughs> <laughs> um growing up actually Augustine Pulley was my favourite halfback, True, like, was my favourite player. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so I, I did, like, a presentation on him when I was younger. Did you? Yeah. All right, right. a, I don't know. Yeah, he's just... He's kind of like a loose forward. Yeah. No, just, he was man. Yeah, just smokes people. Mm. Like runs it all the time. It's yeah, Probably not the best pass or kick, but then... Yeah, so he was my favourite, and then, obviously, I wanted to go down to Dunedin because I wanted to learn off Folau and Aaron Smith, who are, like, the best. So... Yeah, pieces out of their, their pies, I guess. What would you take from their pie? Or Loving the pie, how did you take by the way? Aaron's like passing, his passing is crazy. Like, I've never way. seen anyone pass like that, yeah. like, even just in training. He's just, just the way he like, the ball and the spin, everything about it is just crazy. How does he do it? What's
0: the, what is the secret? I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wish I knew. Yeah. I don't know, I guess it's he just... He didn't pass <laughs> it on, he didn't pass on the pie. Oh, he did give me little tips here and there, but... Yeah. um. Just, I guess, how much he practices and, like, the purpose behind when Rips. he practices. Yeah, mm. making, like, perfect practice. Um, and then Folau's just running and, like, he's just one of those guys that, like, you put him at um, fullback for the opposition team. Yeah. He's going to cut you up. You put him at seven. He's going to, like, yeah. go full on and, like, smoke someone and cut yeah. you up. He'll, like, whack the whole team. Just stuff like that. Those just razor. Right. Hey, yeah. yeah. So he was, yeah, he's a good mate of mine too, like top fella. Um, so he was real cool to learn off to and so easy to talk to. Mate, you've been to
0: a fair few environments. You've learned off a lot of different nines. Like I think <laughs> like Finlay Christie, Aaron Smith, Phil Alfakataba, Louis Chapman, now Willie Hines and Mitch Drummond. You've got a lot of. Um, a lot of people that you've been able to learn from and you're only, what, 19 years old, so it's pretty cool,
1: eh? Yeah, so cool. And even, like, looking up to um, Cortez Ratama and Xavier O because mm. they both went to him with the boys before me. Oh, true. So, yeah, that was real cool, too. That was also kind of another reason why I came down south rather than staying because those two had kind of cemented their spot in, in the teams. So were they the two years above you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, year 12. Cortez is two years older than me, I think, and then Xavier's... Two years older than Cortez Yeah Mate Hamilton boys
0: <laughs> Stacked And how you find living in Christchurch?
1: It's good eh Yeah real good I reckon it's real sunny Oh it's yeah, good. yeah like And you're sunny. living
0: with Sione Havili Yeah
1: McKellar. Sione Teletubi Havili John Hurricane yeah. How's that? Well he just got back from Tonga the other day So oh, he's just yeah. been sleeping all the time That's <laughs> <laughs> well, all <still> good <laughs> But you, did you live with him in Tasman as well? Yeah, I've lived with him for the past two years in Tasman, which oh, is really
0: yeah. cool. And Huey Renton. Yeah, yeah. True. Exactly. You would have learned a fair bit off him as well, I'd imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah, both of <yeah>. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those two are like my two dads almost. Are they? Yeah, yeah. What do you like? What is your um everyday living like? Are you a good cook? Uh not some I'm a good eater. Oh yeah. Not a good cook. Who does the cooking? Not bad cooking though, like just like what's your go to a chicken chow mein. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, you get those chicken chow mein sachets. And oh, just chicken! And then, <laughs> no, like the flavour sachets, yeah, 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 It's not yeah. like pre-made. Oh, yeah. And then just stir fry veggies. You know, that's pretty simple. And you can make heaps for the next lunches. Nice. Um, I'm pretty clean though. Like I, low-key have OCD. Like around being clean, tidy house. Or not really the house so much, <laughs> more just some ice spaces. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: a bit selfish, <laughs> Like your right? bedroom yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah so you won't go
1: clean the kitchen. Oh, sometimes. Like when I was down in Dunnors with Cam and um, Fabian at my flat in Dunedin, I was pretty OCD, like just get annoyed as. Mm,
0: mate. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we did get heaps of questions from your, lots of your friends actually and siblings, I think. Uh, first question, who's your training crush or who do you admire at training?
1: Um, Down in Dunners I like to watch Obviously Flow and Aaron Smith
0: Here Yeah
1: Um. Ethan Blackadder Oh yeah It's yeah. a couple of good Training crushes. Yeah.
0: Okay next one Was there any pressure on you By your father Or sister
1: Coming through You kind of mentioned that Yeah heaps Heaps, heaps. Yeah. yeah If I didn't If I didn't Um go good then they just roast me to shit <laughs> 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 okay next one what's it like having taha follow you everywhere <laughs> he's one of my close mates is real good but we're pretty similar in terms of just everything i guess uh mm. hey, he's class you know, though eh? yeah top yeah he's he's pretty skillful like we've played touch and sevens and yeah. rugby all together which has been main and you
0: speak about touch you're keen to play um
1: New Zealand touch at some point, aren't you? For sure, for sure. I played under sixteens and under eighteens I was the captain of that under eighteen side, but oh, we yeah. got we got smoked a um,
0: good though, eh?
1: So good. Crazy. Um yeah. I w I'd that's what like one of my goals to go to a World Cup and try to win a World Cup. And touch. Yeah. Touch and rugby. Rugby and win Olympics that's for True. sevens. Sevens or wrestling. Yeah. What <laughs> seven, seven? Yeah, that's kind of my ultimate goal, which is like quite outrageous. But I guess you kind of have to have outrageous goals, mate. Before. If anyone's gonna do it, it's mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So, so how,
0: when would this? When would you look to do the transition to sevens and then touch? Obviously, touch is um. no financial benefit, and <laughs> so you'd be taking financial deficit. <laughs> actually, you'd have to pay like five grand at least <laughs> to go there. True. Um, yeah. So you'll probably be back into your career. You'll be turning probably down like. A million dollars yeah, to when um, some
1: people take a sabbatical to go to Japan, <laughs> I was just paying, <laughs> paying my way to pay touch. Is that what you do? Is that what you do
0: to achieve that goal?
1: Uh, maybe like when I was all through high school, I was like, oh, I want to make touch a professional sport. Like, if it's a professional oh, yeah. sport, I like that's what I'm going to do. True, yeah. Um, there's so many people that I feel like that, like Mitch Hunt, um, yeah. Sean Johnson, Kalen Ponger, Ryan Pappenhausen. Like, yeah. There's so many people that start off playing touch. It's just... Oh, it's such a good game, eh? Yeah, so good. And just like the skills that relates to touch. What stopped oh, to it run. going professional? No, I just... Maybe if you make enough coin cool in your career, yeah, you could start up a like. Hasn't league. been anyone smart enough or I guess hasn't been enough fan base around it. Mm. Yeah. Mate, but well, hopefully. You could eventually create that. Yeah
0: <laughs> Like when you're a big gun, super rugby, all black, mm. Olympic winner, mate, if you transition to touch, could become professional.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully.
0: Mate, how good. Love that one. Okay, next question. Are you scared of your father in law Jamie
1: Joseph? <laughs> Is he your father in law? No, my father in law, no. He's my girlfriend's dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. All father's not kinda when you're married, you're married, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, but no, he's a top fella. I th- when I first met her, I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, <laughs> when I because when I first went out with my girlfriend, um, Maya, I was I didn't know I didn't know that was her dad. Because like, oh, I, right? I met her through Touch. We went to um, on New Zealand Touch tours together, mm-hmm. and then like saw each other at nationals and um, whatnot. So we met through there, and then everyone like once we started um, going out, everyone was like. Aren't you scared of her dad? And like, Who's <laughs> her dad? And turns out it's Jamie Joseph. I was like, Oh I uh, don't hurry. want to meet this fella. <laughs> and but then met him and he's such a nice fella. Yeah. Has he squared you up at all? No. no, nah, no. Nah, he's too nice for that I reckon. Yeah. Unless I did something
0: stupid. No, he yeah. You wouldn't do that. But um has he given, does he give you like advice as a coach to a player or now stays uh, away from yeah,
1: it? Yeah, not really. I guess when we talk it's yeah, it's not really about rugby, I yeah. guess, but he's like He's one of the top cooks I think I've ever met. True. Like, ridiculous. Better than your chow mein. <laughs> Probably just.
0: <laughs> oh, true. I didn't know
1: that about night. Yeah, because like, he's obviously in Japan and the cuisine they have over there. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's interesting. Crack up.
0: Okay, next one. This one's a good one. Drop the quad routine. You do have massive quads. <laughs> We've had Bodie on who's given the speed program. Um, Sam Kane gave the neck program. If we get your quad program, we we can create almost the perfect athlete.
1: You need someone with bigger quads, like Fiona to do that. Right,
0: you've got massive quads for
1: a nine. Um, single leg squats. I think this is the key. Yeah, true. Yeah. When I first went to Tassie, um, I was doing these like, and you like lowered down on a single leg, like, um, I. Isometric, so Isometric. Yeah But it was just for my patellas Oh okay And Nank was like bro Your quads are big enough Like why are you thinking? this <laughs> so I was like What <laughs> I was like confused Because I like, I didn't really know Nank um, Alex Nankovil too much Yeah I was like oh These are for my patellas like, I get real sore patellas <laughs> Yeah So maybe that
0: That's the secret yeah. oh, well, It's worked Whatever it is Okay um,
1: Tips on growing a mo Oh uh, I don't know My brother just this is just your genes. <laughs> <laughs> my brother grew one down in Dunno's and it was just like, oh, it was just like a fat slug. And I was like, oh, bro, cut it, please. Yeah. And then my other brother grew one and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And then, just, yeah, my dad used to have one. We knew he was playing touch. He used to have a fat mallet too. True. Have. Yeah. And then, I don't know. That's just the only place. Gross, mate. Looks good, eh? It's getting thicker <laughs> and darker by the by the minute. Right. I'm just scared to shave it, and like I have a big tan line under there. Oh yeah, true. Yes. Big pasty <laughs> white white <laughs> mo
0: <laughs> Okay, next one. Ask him about his X Factor audition. X Factor. This is from
1: the big Don Almighty <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not Foster, if you don't yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Ah, now he tries to refer me to um this this dude called Cody Lee. Oh, oh you have yeah. seen it. Yeah. haven't. If you haven't seen it, so look alike. Like, is he? Is he look alike? What no, does he sing he like? There? No, no. He I think it's because, yeah, singing. But he, yeah, audition on YouTube. Cody Lee. <laughs> True. I'll look at that. Okay, next one. Another
0: one from the great lad Noah Foster. Does he purposely try and look like Sid the Sloth from Ice
1: Age? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to smash it. <laughs> <laughs> It is a little bit, eh? No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Don't start that way. People will start giving me nicknames. That's how they start. Okay. I've been called um, the dude off. Have you watched Flushed Away before? Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. What is he? Little rats. um, His name's Roddy. Oh, Roddy. Uh, You're going to say Roddy too, yeah? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Did you get that one, much? No. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Next one. Oh, Max Hicks is here. Um
1: what was your first car? <laughs> <laughs> the car that I, that I drove here, my Ferrari. You... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I call it the Ferrari What is it's, it? It's a it's, uh, it's a little sh um box to me. <laughs> yeah. Just this little red it's called Letitia actually. Mm. Um a Renault. Do you know what a Renault is? Yeah. Yeah, one of those French cars. Yeah, oh, yeah. I bought it in Tassie. It yeah. goes pretty good. Oh uh, not really Yeah Like just getting out of the drive revs the time Four <laughs> <laughs> Changes gear terribly but Humble Yeah Yeah It'll uh, be my car for a while I think Oh I
0: like it Okay next one Cam okay, Miller Ask him about his performance on the Bears In the
1: Gold Coast After New Zealand uh, Under 20 <laughs> tournament Um After our NZ 20s We, we just had a couple of beers Um Went to the pub, yeah, quite a while. <laughs> um, And then there was just like the Aussie boys within the Argentina boys. Argentina boys, so funny, like so funny. Yeah. And then um, just yeah, everyone was just shouting beers and whatnot, and then just smacked a few too many drinks—beers, <laughs> RTDs, and like straights and whatnot—and it was just yeah, I was all good in the club, and then walked out of the club. Was like, oh, I need some fresh air. Just like. Chill, chilly vibes Walked outside and I'm just sitting at this bush Like just chilling with the boys And then next minute I was just like Turned over And then I don't remember anything after that (laughs) Yeah I just remember waking up on my Um because when in, like in the rooms up in the hotel and like the tenth floor and whatnot, I just mm. remember waking up on the ten- on the floor in the kitchen, just like spewing all over me. True. <laughs> Faves are just like pushing me. I'm like, get up, you luggage, get up. I'm about to. He he said this one thing is like, I'm gonna call the manager. I like I don't think it well. And then as soon as I heard, that, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, just, was that
0: after you won it? Yeah, How yeah, yeah, you? yeah, oh, yeah. Good times. Okay, next one. This one's from. Speaking of big Fabian Ask him about The best memories
1: From 12C Regent Road And his adventures On Castle Street Uh That was our flat Down in Dunedin That was me Cam and Fabian Yeah It was a real good time Um It was just us three Flating together And it was on Queen Street Which is like Where most of the third years go But oh, yeah. we just wanted to be Kind of away from But Away from Castle But like Close enough to walk So it was like A couple hundred metres Down mm-hmm. the road So it heaps a good time Strolling down there Um yeah, having a few good nights with them at my flat. Yeah, taking the piss out of each other.
0: Nice. Yeah. like it. Okay, what do you want to do after footy?
1: Uh, heaps of things, I guess. Um, I kind of like taking photos. I like, I've got a, f- a few film cameras. True. And I like doing, yeah, which is... I've never you know, seen you take a photo. Oh, exactly. <laughs> secret about it. Hey, yeah. Nah, um, just low-key. Yeah. Um, but film's pretty expensive. Like, you have to pay 20 bucks for a canister of film and then get it all <laughs> developed and whatnot. So I'm going to invest in a digital camera. 20 but, bucks, mate. You're a,
0: you're, yeah, a, but you're a full-time crusader. You don't get you're
1: unlimited like, photos. You get, like, 20 photos. Oh, okay. So that's 40 bucks each time you take 20 photos and then it just ends oh, okay. up, you know? Yeah. Um, ends up. Yeah. Um, I kind of like business stuff. Like mm. I, That kind of interests me. Like... Um, Ice, um, Isaac John, what mm. he does and whatnot, all that type of stuff. really enjoy um, make touch professional. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Because you, um, you've been studying marketing, eh? Yeah. Um, applied science, which is just physical education, but oh, a minor true. in marketing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I don't really know. I guess there's heaps of stuff that I'll be keen to do after rugby. Mm. But still... Still
0: a few... Few more years away. And that goes on to this next one. How do you want to look back on your career in 15 years?
1: Oh, I guess not regretting anything, Mm. like just doing my absolute, almost best, like leaving no stone unturned, um, not wishing like I'd gone longer or trained more or whatnot, Mm. Um, which is a good thing that my dad probably installed in me. I was watching Instagram, like I always like scroll through reels, and the thing that Michael Jordan said it was like, your competition's not against um, other people you're versing, but against your capabilities. Be <laughs> <laughs> you funny, eh? like that. Yeah. So, and um, my sister got me the thing, which says my only competition is who I was yesterday. Wow, kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So just trying to be the best me, I guess, um, on the field and off the field. Um, yeah. So trying to see how far I can climb up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Small steps at a time. Mate, exciting stuff. Though. Okay, last question. Ask
0: everyone this and might be a little bit to do about that because that was good advice. But um, what's the best piece of advice you have for a Waterlad listener?
1: Ooh, best piece of advice. One would be um, ask questions, I guess. Like mm-hmm. when I was leaving school, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Who's someone that's Played rugby Gone to uni Or like Done something Along those lines That I wanted to do So My brother was a good mates with Duplessy Karifi Oh yeah Well I think so um, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway I was just like Oh he's good mates. like surely I'll just message him And he'll just tell me So that was That was real cool like, So you I, messaged him Yeah I just messaged him On Instagram Like not thinking Of of it I was like Oh like Do you have any advice Out of school And he just sent me Like all this stuff Like yeah Just like pick what you wanted like i went to uni, I did all the stuff, I think. Which is like real right. cool. Like he's a professional rugby player, mm. I was just like Year 13 at school. Um so What a lad. Yeah, top lad. Mm. Um I guess the worst thing you can um someone can say to you is like no mm. or go away. So yeah you may as I well just ask. Like that. Um and you've got another one, jeez. <laughs> another one. Did a you? good one. Yeah it um, was good. Um don't wash your linen clothes with um, other clothes, like what? with the washing machine. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, what happens? Just ruins your clothes out. Your linen
0: clothes.
1: Does it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, just make sure you know how to do your washing properly because that's yeah. a. it can really ruin your closet. I didn't even know that.
0: It's probably well, you don't do your washing. So your <laughs> <laughs> you missus does Mate, your washing. That's probably like I've had a lot of advice, but. That's probably the first time I've genuinely learned something. Thanks.
1: Yeah, see? That's why I was, it took it took a while to think. Now
0: I just need your chicken chow mein recipe and I'm away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How good. Oh, oh,
0: how good. What a bloody good podcast. Um, absolute honour getting you on. Um, no, it's been a pleasure working with you over the last couple of years. Excited for what's ahead for you, especially this year, but not just this year, in the future. And seeing you play for the All Blacks and... Um, Make touch professional And go to the Olympics (laughs) Uh, It's going to be There's plenty to follow So um, Yeah really looking forward To following And see what's ahead for you And appreciate you coming on What a lad
1: Cheers Jimmy Appreciate it It's been fun You're a lad lad,